Students, happy Friday. It's Fat Friday here on Answers to Gospel Questions. You're listening with Brother Lawson and Brother Wing. Happy Friday to you, Brother Wing. Thank you. It's good to it's good to have you here, students. We're glad that you've joined us. We had a great uh, institute class this week on Tuesday nights. We'd love to have more of you join. It's a good time where we uh, go through the Old Testament. It's kind of pretty informal, uh, but we answer lots of really great questions during that uh, during that time. So we got a, a great question today, Brother Wing. The question is this. It's about you, really. Why is Brother Wing always harping on reading the scriptures? Uh, that's true, Brother Wing. You talk about reading the scriptures all the time. I guess I do too. But uh, let's just focus on you today. Why are you always harping on reading the scriptures? How could you, uh, do you have an answer for that? I do, I do have an answer for that. And I, I gladly accept guilty as charged on that one. So I'm glad that question warms my heart. So I think yeah. I bet you could answer that question using uh, a story from the scriptures. <laughs> That's a great setup. Thank you, Brother Lawson. Yeah. Um, you look at Second uh, Kings chapter 22. We get I knew you were going to read the scriptures. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got a question. The scriptures have the answers. So Second Kings 22, you got a guy by the name of Josiah and he is righteous so he eight-year-old by the name of josiah yeah he's eight years old when he is yeah gonna take over the kingdom in reality someday when he gets bigger but right um but yeah he is good and during his time they uh they're doing work on the temple he's paying people good (laughs) you know he's honest uh, about it you can read about that in the in that chapter but they find uh, words of the book of the law. So they don't exactly know what this um, book of scripture was. Like we don't know is probably an early version of the book of Deuteronomy right. that was found, but it could have been something that Moses, books of Moses yeah. yeah, or something, but they find it. Now, as a reader, you're like, well, wait, didn't they have scriptures all along or, or that? And we just talked about Hezekiah. He, was, he obviously had scriptures with him. But in between Hezekiah and Josiah, you've got some bad kings, uh, yeah. namely Manasseh, who was really bad. And he reigned for a really long time. So there actually is decades, several decades of a gap between Hezekiah and Josiah. And maybe they were so wicked that they just weren't really talking about scripture. In fact, in that time, there would have been very few actual sets of scripture. And so when Josiah finds a set or when they, the workers find it and they report it to Josiah um, and he reads it, it is um, eventful, you know, for him. And he doesn't just stuff it away or uh, reject it, but he listens to the words and then he leads his people to follow the words and to make kind of renew a covenant with the Lord. And so scripture, having access to scripture was a big deal. And then what the scriptures taught led them to making covenants with the Lord. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's interesting. I think it's interesting that Josiah did, uh, was made king when he was eight years old. What, you know, 
what do you do as an eight-year-old king? I, you know, I'm not sure. But we do know that before, like you were saying, before Josiah was king, they were doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like his dad was involved in all types of crazy stuff, including sacrificing babies. So this was something that Josiah had seen uh, in his life. He'd seen the wicked. He'd seen wickedness. I'm not sure how he felt about it, but uh, it's interesting to me that that the Lord uses an eight-year-old kid, you know, puts an eight-year-old in charge of of uh, Ju- the kingdom of Judah, and then uses him to restore uh, truth again on earth, gives him some scriptures. Is this story sounding familiar? So gives him some scriptures and then tells him, hey, go help everybody else understand these scriptures. And so he sits in and he reads the scriptures to everybody and then, and then people change. Similarly with, uh, I was thinking about early in the church. I mean, as I was talking, I'm sure many of you are thinking like, oh yeah, brother Lawson, just like Joseph Smith. Yeah, just like Joseph Smith. Uh, there are individuals like I'm thinking about Parley P. Pratt who read the Book of Mormon in, in a day and experienced a mighty change of heart. And like, this is it. This is this is what I got to do. The scriptures have that that powerful effect on us. In fact, I bet students you can think I bet you can think of a particular scripture that you remember right where you were when you read it uh, because it had an impact on your life. And that's kind of that's kind of a fun thing, a fun memory to have. But I also think that there's power in the scriptures that can come every single day. President Kimball, um, he said, he said this, I feel strongly that we must, all of us, uh, return to the scriptures just as King Josiah did and let them work mightily within us, impelling us, I like that word, impelling us to an unwavering determination to serve, uh, to serve the Lord. And so, um, President President Kimball actually said that the the story of Josiah was one of his was one of the best stories in all of scriptures. Um, there is a power that comes from script. There's a reason why, when you think about how the Lord taught Joseph Smith the gospel, he didn't just sprinkle magical um, gospel learning dust on him, but he said, "I'm going to have you translate this book of scripture, and then I'm going to have you read the Bible, the whole thing." I mean, Joseph read the whole Book of Mormon and the whole Bible. And that's how Joseph Smith uh, began to learn the gospel and, and develop his conversion to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's the same for us. And so it, I mean, we're not going to have faith without the scriptures and we, we really can't have faith without the scriptures. Moroni chapter seven verses 19 through 25. That's a good one to read sometime and look at what it says and shows us that we need the scriptures in order to have faith, to access that uh, uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 17, you know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And Alma 37 talks about how uh, that, you know, as Alma's explaining to Helaman why these records were preserved. And he says they have enlarged the memory of this people. That's an interesting phrase. You know, you could think of like the Holy Ghost brings things to our remembrance. So, yeah, we get the, the Holy Ghost with us so that we can remember things. But also, like, think of it in his historical context. How is Josiah going to have any connection with Hezekiah, you know, or David or Moses? Well, it's going to be because of, of Scripture. How are we going to be able to learn, you know, gain wisdom from Nephi or John the Baptist or anybody else? Like, it's going to be because of Scripture. So they enlarge our memory that way as a people, convince many of the errors of their ways. I'm quoting Alma 37 again. And brought them to the knowledge of their God and to salvation. And then it goes on, like the next verse in Alma 37, verse 9, it says, 
were it not for these things that these records do contain, which are on these plates, Ammon and his brethren could not have convinced so many thousands of the Lamanites of the incorrect, incorrect traditions of their fathers. And they, but they were, because of these records, they were able to bring them to repentance and bring them back to rejoice in Jesus Christ. So it's the same for us. Like we, it's just like Josiah, we've got to somehow rediscover the scriptures in our lives. Um, Elder Hales has a great statement when he says, if you have not heard um, the Lord speaking to you, uh, return with new eyes and new ears to the scriptures, like rediscover them that way. Go to the scriptures with that intent to, to invite the Lord to speak and, and, and that you can listen to him as you search the scriptures. So this is the foundation of our faith. In fact, uh, Elder Christofferson says that is the principal purpose of scripture is to strengthen our faith in God, the father and Jesus Christ. Like that's why we have them. So if we can go to them every day, we're going to be strengthened and blessed. And, and like the people in Josiah's day who followed him, we're going to be led to covenants and, and connection with God. And, and a belief in God will be instilled. But even more than that, we're going to be motivated to do the things that we feel in our heart we should be doing anyway. So um, I think that's a great point. Just one last practical thing. The, 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 um, Brother Wing talked about the purpose that we go to the scriptures for. Remember, the, if you're feeling like, oh, I just don't know anything about the scriptures. Well, Josiah knew less than you, and so did every one of his people. And so, but they did have a purpose, and that was, what does God expect me to do? And so as they read the scriptures, then they acted on what God expected them to do. They went out and did some stuff, right? They got rid of some things that were happening in their life that shouldn't be. So don't be saying, well, I just don't know much about the show. Josiah and none of his people did. They just went to the scriptures with a purpose. You can do the same thing. What does God want me to do? And then just start reading and see what happens. All right, students, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Answers to Gospel Questions. Share it with somebody else and we'll reach thousands upon thousands more. So <laughs> talk to you later, everybody. Everybody stay righteous. Love you guys.